Hello everyone. Uh, I I say everyone, but really as I shared from the beginning, I really want this to be my way of journaling everything that um, I go through on this um, beautiful um, journey with the Lord. Uh, I, as usual, also have a lot, um, a lot has been going on, I always say that, um, but my mind is always so very busy, and, and you who have your struggles as well know what it's like to have a mind that is constantly, um, constantly wheels turning, never stopping, um, so, uh, even the, I just shared with, uh, with everyone, a recent, um, the things that I do, the things that I've been doing for the past few months since starting, um, my, my job in full time, which is what caused me to start the podcast. Um, so I shared, I wanted to share those four things that I have been doing for months to just keep me going. It's not a cure. It's not, um, not telling you what to do. I'm not saying that, um, it's, it's a fix. It's just things that I do to help me on this journey. And um, hopefully for someone else out there, it's, um, it's something that you've been able to incorporate to help you in, in your battle. I guess what I want to talk about today, um, there's so many directions I wanted to go in. Um, but I, I really want to update on where I'm at currently. Um, a few months ago, probably at the beginning of the summer, so about two months ago, uh, I was just in a place where I had become physically, I was getting very sick, um, particularly falling asleep um, while driving, although I hadn't, it was a struggle to stay awake. Um, I didn't know what was going on. I was feeling sicker overall. Um, our family situation was was getting tougher because my husband had to carry a lot of the weight. Um, and I just really got to this point where I just, I knew I, I, I just felt like I couldn't do it anymore. And that's not to say that through God, all things are possible, of course. Um, I, I don't deny that and I believe that. But when we, when we do things outside of what he's called us to do, and then we struggle, um, you know, sometimes we bring, we bring um, struggle upon ourselves. I know I took this job partially with good intentions to help my family financially, but on the other side, in my heart, I was upset to take it because in the past I've tried to, and um, it's it's just it's just been a way for me to see all of my struggles amplified because it brings out um, the ADHD that I struggle with um, alone without coworkers and employers. <laughs> seeing it's one thing when you know you have those failures in front of your family and, and children and there's 
grace and forgiveness um, there, but um, depends on the severity of the ADHD. It could be, um, it could be pretty intense at the workplace. Um, I was honest when I had my interview that this was a part of my life, um, and they were willing to give me a chance. So I was partially good-hearted about taking the position, the intentions, but the other part was, well, I'm going to do this once and for all (laughs) um, to just, I guess for lack of not sugarcoating it, just saying the truth, just to shut people up and see them, see that I, I can't, I can't do this. Um, and that's hard to say, um, but I'm not perfect. And on this, on this journey with the Lord, it's a constant surrender. It's a constant, um, battle against our flesh, whether you struggle with mental issues or not. Um, we're always going to battle our flesh. So anyhow, I had finally come to a place where it was getting me sick and um, it wasn't at all benefiting my family because of the stress that my physical conditions was were, was putting on my husband um, and then not being able to um, mother to the capacity that I that I desired in my heart that I felt was put in my heart um I I brought this to my employer who graciously um was wanted to work with me um I praise God for that um so we tried a a modified schedule um after a few weeks um I felt like God was calling me out of this position and um, my husband was the one who said, I really think it's time for you to move on from there, um, amplified schedule or not. And I had just the rush of guilt, embarrassment, shame. I really didn't want to quit or because I was so embarrassed. Like, really, even they're just, everyone's going to think, like, even with this um, amplified or uh, not amplified, but adjusted schedule, you still can't. And, um, that's just really difficult. Um, there were some adjustments also made to my medications at that time. Um, because both my doctor and psychiatrist felt that, um, since no, no test showed anything, um, that they just needed to, um, change make adjustments there so I did that and at first I'm you know arguing with the Lord Lord no maybe I just need to do this and try harder and um all that stuff you know try harder and but really um there comes a point where we just have to really understand that the try harder is um is not what God wants. He doesn't want us to try harder. Perhaps surrender more. Perhaps um, I don't know. Learn to learn to understand that His acceptance, His love, His purpose, His grace is everything. Is all, and it should be enough. But 
since we live in this world, at least for me, it's hard for me to not want also the love, acceptance, grace from other people, especially people that I care about. And really struggling with not wanting to be a horrible testimony. Um, But when I bring that to the Lord and just say, okay, finally, when I just really lay it down and say, I am just going to do what you've asked me to do. Nothing less, nothing more. And I am just going to not worry about the embarrassment, the guilt, the shame, because that's not stuff that you've put on me. And I'm going to follow your call into other things. Um, I have two uh, scriptures to consider um, today. One that has really been echoing (laughs) in my brain for the past few days, several days, week. Um, It's it's a little long here, but it's uh, Jesus is anointed at Bethany. Uh, Luke 7, 36 through 50. One of the Pharisees asked him to eat with him, and he went into the Pharisee's house and reclined at table. And behold, a woman of the city who was a sinner, when she learned that he was reclining at the table in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster flask of ointment. And standing behind him at his feet, weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears and wiped them with the hair of her head and kissed his feet and anointed them with ointment. Um, I'm going to pause there um, to just say that that's really where I've wanted to be um, the past couple weeks. I've wanted to just be there at his feet, um, just surrounded by his presence. Um, And it it gets frustrating because I want to serve. I want to do more than just be about my issues. Um, There's shame that comes with that too. Um, But really, uh, sometimes that's that's the, the best and all I can do. And when that's the best and all you can do is to just be at his feet, weeping at his feet, then that's all you can do. Um... He won't love you any less. Um, He has grace for you. Endless, unconditional, um, limitless grace. Um, And yes, that that is where I have been. Um, But to continue down a little further uh, on those verses. um, I'll pick up at 41. A certain money lender had two debtors. One owed 500 denarii and the other 50. When they could not pay, he canceled the debt of both. Now which of them will love him more? Simon answered. The one I suppose for whom he canceled the larger debt. And he said to him, You have judged rightly. Then turning toward the woman, he said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I entered your house. You gave me no water for my feet. But she has wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You gave me no kiss, but from the time I came in, she has not ceased to kiss my feet. You did not anoint my head with oil, but she has anointed my feet with ointment. Therefore, I tell you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much. And that 
right there brings me immense comfort because on those days when that's all I can do is weep at his feet in his presence um I know it's because I have a lot to be forgiven for and um yeah and he, and he still loves me and I let that wash over me uh, the second thing I wanted to share with you um is 2 Corinthians 4 7 through 11 because I I don't want to just stay there because by the grace of God there will be a day here and there in between the struggle where he says woman stand up and I want to be ready and I want to take this verse to just propel me forward on the on those days when I am strengthened and able to help someone else or serve someone else or just have a a respite from the weeping. Um, Verse 7. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not abandoned. Struck down but not destroyed. We always carry around in our body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our body. For we who are alive are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake so that his life may also be revealed in our mortal body. Wow. I just hope those um, those words um will impact your heart as they do mine we may have a struggle but there is power in the holy spirit and his ways are not our ways so sometimes i try to understand the why um i i struggle i carry the shame i carry the guilt but he doesn't mean for us to carry that he doesn't ask for us to carry that as on the contrary um He tells us to lay our burdens down. And so that is the update on my story. And um, I would like to continue um, next week just uh, sharing sharing more on this journey. Um, But that is where I wanted to land today. And um, on my heart is just right now the song... um, blessed assurance so I'll leave you with that blessed assurance Jesus is mine oh what a foretaste of glory divine heir of salvation purchase of God born of his spirit lost in his love